Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Today we're going to go through the Cowboys' best 17 and as I know some of you out there hate it when I do them on my own, so <laughs> I've brought in a recruit today, uh, one of the biggest Cowboys found around. He's actually been hitting the gym too, have a look at him, he's absolutely <laughs> flying. Donatello, welcome in. How are you? Just want to give a quick shout out to uh, that Dolphins fan, I don't know what happened. I got flown <laughs> down, Guru's putting me up. You guys will learn very quickly, though. Uh, maybe it is better for Guru to do these on his own once we get halfway through this and you switch it off. Yeah, we had a little uh, hot mic incident the other day, which um, I didn't realise for like 48 hours. And uh, on reflection, I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, so, I, I thought it was very funny. Yeah, shout out to NRL Physio, Brian, the only Dolphins fan I know, and I will not be flying you in. Unlucky. Which is rough because, yeah, like I said, first class from Townsville. I'm very lucky. Very, very lucky. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, mate, big few months for you just quietly. Good mm. afternoon. It's all happening. I've just moved up to the Ville, yeah. to Townsville, started a Brecky radio show. <laughs> the Ville. <laughs> the Ville. That's what our casino's up there is called, by the way. That's great. It's called the Ville. It's like the most, it's like the most nice building there, yeah. the casino, of course. But uh, yeah, so I've switched late nights of editing to early mornings of getting up. 4.30am starts at the station. I love it though. Brecky radio. I love my own voice. Now I get to do it for a living. It's good fun. You just uh, you just reminded me of something, and I understand they're not the same place. Leave me alone, you two-headed freaks up there. But um, when I was in Cairns for the live show oh, a couple of, years, couple of months ago, I uh, I didn't get a chance to go to the casino. Yeah. Um, but I remember I'm having flashbacks now to a drunken argument with a guy who told me that – have you been to the Cairns casino? No, I haven't. Oh. I don't like Cairns. Cairns can get – Ben. <laughs> I actually quite enjoyed Cairns, to be fair, but he tried to tell me, he was trying to convince me that the Cairns Casino doubled as a zoo. Now, that could mean a few things. You could unpack that no, a no, few like ways. You zoo, could be observing zoo. the people of Cairns in the casino and their natural <laughs> habitat. It'd be very interesting. But a zoo. Yeah, he's like trying to convince me that you can be playing blackjack and there could be a lion like three foot from you <laughs> behind glass and shit. And I was like... I was like, eh, did you I tell him you were from Sydney? But then I looked around the town and I was like, oh, maybe. Did you say you're from Sydney? 
Yeah. Well, That'll be what it is. Yeah. That'll be what it is. You probably. just want to fuck with yeah. you. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how we got there. But no, it's uh, it's good. It's living in Cowboys country. I can see the stadium from my mm. Brecky Radio studio in the morning. So I'm ingrained now. Someone that I never been to Townsville my whole life before really? I moved there. Yeah. Went up there to do a demo. Uh, obviously went and met JT's statue. Not JT. That's still coming. I'm sure one day <laughs> met JT's statue and I was sold and I moved up there. But it's crazy being in a town like the Broncos. Obviously living in Brisbane my whole life. Massive. Obviously the biggest thing in town. But. Not the only thing in town. Mm. Like there's other professional sports. Suncorp's obviously the mecca. But being in a one club town is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's Like wild. there's posters everywhere of the boys, billboards of the boys. Everybody's talking about the Cowboys all the time. So hopefully that's rubbed off a little bit before this. <laughs> it's pretty impressive they've got a statue of Jason Taylor up there. Yeah, no, no, Jason Tamalolo. Before he got his captaincy strip, they put it up. <laughs> yeah, well, what are your thoughts on the uh, captaincy strip? Wild. 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 Yeah. Okay. I love Cotter. I love Dearden. Yep. Combined, I think they have about 140 games, 130 games. Mm. Jace up at 260 on his own. Add in Chatty. That's a lot of experience. I have – okay. I, I like it. I, I don't want to go off the deep end here, but I have a lot of thoughts about Cowboys camp this year. Mm. Like a lot of thoughts. I, not negative. I love the Cowboys, obviously. There's just a few things that have happened that make me nervous as a Cowboys fan. Last year, all the pressure on the boys. Everyone had them dead last year before. Now, all of a sudden, they're winning premierships. The to and fro there is mental. Like, to go from they're going to come dead last to they're going to win the prem. No one wants to stay in the middle. Obviously, a game out of the eight, not good. This year, it's like they everyone thinks they're shit again. But a few things have happened. Obviously, the captaincy has happened. Mm. Uh, the felty stuff at the end of last year has happened. The Blackhawks no longer affiliated with the Cowboys. That's crazy to me. I, don't, I, I walked in here. Some people don't even know that that happened. The Blackhawks and the Cowboys are like ebony and ivory. It's like they're just meant to be together. I can't make any sense of how they couldn't come to an agreement. So now we're in a situation where if someone gets dropped, they're going to Mackay or the Pride, which it's not that that never happened, but like if Felty gets dropped, he's going to go play for the Blackhawks, right, which is down the road, not – an eight-hour car ride round trip away. It's pretty mental. So the stakes of getting dropped in Cowboys camp now, I feel they're higher than they've ever been. I, I just do, first of all, who wants to go to Mackay? No offense, Mackay, but to do it like I, I think you might be able to get a plane down there. I think like one a day on Bonzer if you're lucky. Yeah. If you miss the flight, you're driving. I think the mad chat with Sammy and Felty, who's going to get that wing spot, is dangerous based on the fact that Felty is so close to two massive milestones mm. that if he doesn't get to hit, I feel dominoes. I feel like that is dom. Mate, he's he's three tries off Matty's all-time record, right? Matty Bond's all-time record. He's eight games off uh, 200. Yep. If he doesn't hit those and Jason Tamalolo is not the captain anymore, yikes. Considering I asked you eight minutes ago what your thoughts were on the <laughs> captaincy choices, that was fucking wild. I'm just, I've been thinking about this so much. There's not much to do in Townsville. Oh, God. Like, it's crazy. I just do not agree. You answered every question except the one I asked. Okay, but the captaincy, yeah, I love Dean and Cotter. They're, they're guns. They're Queensland greats. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But you like it? Yeah, I, I do like it. Yeah, without opening a can of worms a bit. <laughs> Everything could, else above the border. Um, <laughs> I do like it. I'm obviously a big Cotter guy. I think yeah. Dearden's your future. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm a fan of it. I always find it – I feel like it's a very interesting position given 
somewhat of reportedly, allegedly rocky, tenuous relationship with uh, Toddy and Jace, mm. I always find it weird when a player loses captaincy while they're playing still, especially when they're so close to retirement. Like Jace still has a few years in him, but he's close to retirement, right? Yeah. And still, in my opinion, if the Cowboys are going good, that's because Jace is going good and playing good footy. So I find it very interesting. And, like, I love Tom Dearden. If you're behind the goalposts with five minutes to go, not that Jace isn't going to step up and say something, but who's going to get you more fired up? Is it the deer or is it Jace? Fair. But I I don't think that, like, Jason all of a sudden stops talking. Yeah, that's very like true. I, I also don't really think that much changes. I just think they're getting themselves... Ready for the future. Yeah. So do you think I it's like way it. more symbolic than anything else? Symbolic I think so, than anything yeah. else. Yeah. I mean, is Chad gonna stop talking and directing the side around? Is Jason gonna stop being a leader? I, oh, well, I this is so. well, the question I have is yeah. is we're gonna get into the 17, obviously. I have Jason my 17 spoiler, but I think we live in a world where he might not be in 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 the in the starting 13. I, I don't I don't hate that. I, yeah. I think there's a, definitely we live in a world where Jace is getting dropped to the bench this year where Felty doesn't start the year and where Jake Clifford comes in after round eight. That's I literally, I literally think that we could be living in that world. I think Todd Payton's not like he's a lovely fella. Yeah. But I think he's in a results-driven business and I've got a lot of attachment to these players, right? Not Chad as much, like even though he seems lovely. He, I'm a big Chad guy, obviously. <laughs> big Chad guy. But I think if you look at our, our opening draw – I mean, I'd love to get into like how it's all going to play out because I have a bit of a tinfoil hat theory about it. <laughs> but I literally think come round eight, the Cowboys are either going to be flying or in absolute sham. I don't think that there's a middle ground. Run me through your tinfoil hat theory. Okay. Felty, he's three tries off the record. I think he hits it in Townsville, round five against the Titans. Yeah. Okay. Then round eight is Penrith versus Cows at home. So the Cows only have two games out of their first seven at home. That's brutal. So I think. Wow. Yeah, it's brutal. And then to the homecoming games against fucking Penrith, right? <laughs> so I think they have a rough start on the road. Yep. Felty does get his 200 try, uh, what, uh, 130 tries at home. I think he plays his 200th game against Penrith, round eight at home. Yep. The Cows get pumped and Felty rides off into the sunset. That's my tinfoil hat theory. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but yeah. I don't hate it. I, th- I really think the draw at the start of the season, yeah, the teams that we're coming up against aren't insane, but mate, you're playing that far away from home. Obviously in this heat, probably not the worst thing, mm. but you get two out of your first seven games at home. That's brutal. And it doesn't matter how you cut it. I do recall, was it last year you had like a, just about a dream run for the first yeah. and 10 we weeks? And really you, made good use of that. Yeah, we blew the whole <laughs> thing out. Uh, yeah, mad. That's Tough. my tinfoil hat theory. So I think Felty starts the season. Yeah. But I think by round eight, semi. Yeah, interesting. Hey, what's your thoughts on the uh, Townsville Blackhawks? I love the Blackhawks. I'm joking. <laughs> Fuck up. <laughs> I did not want to hear that again. Love Terry Campisi. <laughs> love Jimmy There's a lot to consume. <laughs> All right, let's get into the 7-8. Yeah. Okay. At fullback, Scotty Drinkbloke picks himself there. Yep. Um, I think that – I think he finished in the top three or four for the Daily M last year. Top five last year, top four the year before. Yeah, he is. He's definitely warming. Um, from memory, he started the season pretty slow last yes. year. Uh, but the second half of his season was unbelievable. Mm. Uh, we've got some, I believe we're doing some hot takes a little bit yes. later today, which might already be out. And I think Scotty Drinkwater 
could feature. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the drinky. There's not many guys in this competition that are more central to their team mm. than Scott Drinkwater is. Everything flows through him. He's quickly become one of my favourite players in this competition to watch, an absolute superstar. Mm. I love Drinky. Silky hands, bit of speed. He's not the fastest guy on the planet, bit of speed. Just needs like as uh, everyone in the cows, just needs a little bit of tinkering around defence. Mm. And he, uh, uh, he could be anything. He there I go. There's my one and only. Watch yourself. There's one and only. I got it in early. Wingers. Um, Valamay. Yeah. I genuinely, an egg all over my face, I have probably never been more wrong about someone. I did not think he was a first grader when you signed him. Yeah. When he left Canberra, I thought, why on earth would they sign him? We get to the end of the season. I thought for the back end of last year, he was one of the better wingers in the competition. Absolutely. He was sensational. He got married too long in the other side. Kyle Feltz, the other name that gets thrown up there. Um, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble for saying this off you, but I would be leaving Kyle Felt out of that side. Okay. Why is that? Because uh, I think the other two are better footballers. Mm. I think Kyle Felt defensively has had issues throughout his entire career. Mm. Um, he, There is no doubt about it. He comes up with tries in big moments. Mm. He's done it on many of occasions. But coming out of my own end, I want the other two. Surely yeah. he couldn't possibly have Felt over – over Murray, oh, right? Oh, no, 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 no. Murray picks himself. That that left side is just – is it's done. Sure. And I, you know, as I said, mate, I wouldn't have had Valame in my Monday night Oz tag team <laughs> six months ago. <laughs> now I genuinely think he's one of the better wingers in the comp. I thought he was – I think he got a lot of raps last year. I don't think he got enough raps. I think – yeah, he definitely – well, everyone up, up north kind of flies under the radar a bit. Mm. It's just how it happens. Yes, yeah, agreed. Yeah. And I think, honestly, that's how people get these such – they either the cows are going to win the league or they're going to come dead last is because no one really watches them. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just the fact. I, I can guarantee you no one down here is telling me they're going to win the league. Well, last year they were. There was last a few year, premiership contenders, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I literally, it sounds so dumb in such a results-driven business to say I keep Felty in as a personality pick, what he means to the city, what he means to the rest of the squad. Yep. I think... I, no one is owed anything in rugby league. You, you earn everything. I just think to start the season, the way that he came back at the back end of last year. I mean, the guy still scored 13 tries in 18 games last year. Oh, he was really like, good. Yeah, yeah, And I think he, he ran for the most metres he ever has in his since 2017, which we yeah. don't even talk about that yet. And then um, I, I think he came back on fire. I just think he's owed to round one. I think he's I think he's owed to round three. My recollection of last year when he played, I remember sitting on bloke going, geez, Kyle Felt's playing good footy, mm. but I still don't think he's playing at the level of Alamo. Yeah. Which is really unfair and harsh. Yeah. Uh, and sure, maybe he is owed, maybe it maybe I don't understand what he means to the area and whatnot. But I also don't think it's ever a bad decision to pick the best footballer at the time or the most informed footballer at the time. I think it's also important to remember I look at the globe through 2015 tinted glasses. <laughs> I know you do. So. <laughs> yes. Um, but look, regardless, yeah. great position to be in. Yeah. Depth in those positions is fantastic. Um, if you have an injury and you have to bring in Kyle Felt, mm. how bloody good. <laughs> You're flying. Centres, Val Holmes fixed himself. Yep. Um, I hated the move to centre originally. Now he's probably my favourite centre in rugby league. It's because he's the best centre in the league. 
He's right up there with him <laughs> yeah. for me. I, I genuinely think he's right up there with him. I love Val. I don't think he's utilised overly well in North Queensland a mm. lot of the time. That shits me to no end. Uh, but Val's one centre. The other centre, I've got two guys for this spot. Ooh. Labor, who I think is the obvious first choice. I think he will be like one. Uh, but I, uh, he's always been a little CBA of mine. Uh, Valea that you've got from yes. New Zealand Warriors. He's doing reps in uh, centre. I have no doubt he will be. Yeah. yeah. He is a guy that... If you are one of these four outside backs and you get injured, you don't want to give this kid an opportunity. Mm. I really like him. Tell me a bit about him. Like I, I'm, I'm not super well versed. Yeah, so I think he's he's very raw. Let's start there. Very raw. But so Zach, he's rawer than Zach, right. in my opinion. <laughs> right, he's rawer right. than Zach. Um, but he, he, he actually he's probably played more first grade games than Zach. To be fair, I would say. Mm. Uh, but he was one that was at the New Zealand Warriors. Uh, Peter O'Sullivan discovered him when he was like 16, 17. Uh, went to war with the All Blacks to get that signature. Managed to get him. He's played a couple, of, you know, a few first grade games now. I'd say twenty five odd, maybe, maybe less. Um, he's got errors in him. Um, he's got misreads in him. But you can just see that there is something special there. Yep. And I, I think that eventually he's got genuine star potential in the NFL. Right, okay. Uh, but I've also been very high on Labutt yeah. for a long time. Yeah. The Labutt family in general, by the way. Okay. Um, once again, great position to be in. I would love to see Toddy throw that centre jersey in between the two of them mm. and go, best man wins. Uh, but Valia is definitely one that I would be watching very closely in trials especially after the compliments I get from seeing what you did with Semi when he arrived up there yeah. last year. Semi also doing a few reps at centre. That's an interesting talking point. Yeah. I haven't considered that. Like he's so – he's been doing – like obviously he's probably third in line, but he has been getting reps in at centre, which yep. is interesting. It's just the Cowboys right now is like other than there's like probably four guaranteed positions and everyone else is in this big – Pit that's just spinning. It's pretty much your spine is locked in and guaranteed. Val. Mm. And then outside of that, it pretty is open slather, isn't it? Mm. Maybe Cotter. Mm. All right, let's move to is, is there any other centers, wingers you want to touch on there? Not really. There's a, obviously there's always kids coming through. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's really who it's between. I, I, I lock in Lay Button Felt. Yeah. I think that's how you start the season. But Mate, if it, I mean, so you're not picking Val, mate. It could be Val. No, 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 no. No, I take Felty. Oh, yeah. That's fucking bold. Okay. <laughs> um, halves. Chatty T picks himself. Big halfback guy. Uh, 60, Tommy Dearden, the new co-captain. Um, obviously, Chad Townsend coming to the back end of his career. Do you think this will be the final year for Chad? I think so. He's yeah. off contract at the end of the year. So is yeah. Felty, by the way. <laughs> You got fucking stocks in Kyle Felt or what? Uh, yeah, I do. But um, do you think I don't really love? I think it's good that Jay Clifford's there, but yeah. I don't think I think people are confused and think that Jake's still twenty three years old. Like he's twenty six now. He's twenty six years old. Like he? he's yeah. he's not this young prospect anymore. Like I and hey, I got time for Jake Clifford, but I don't think he's putting pressure on Chad Townsend like people are assuming he is. I don't think he's putting pressure on Chad, but I wouldn't be surprised if they are grooming him next year to come into the halves. Yeah, I don't know. But I also, I and I know he's young, but I really like Tom Duffy, mm-hmm. the halfback. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, but I I think I see the future being Deard in the seven. Where do you see okay. on that? 
Yeah, I mean, unless in some crazy world those rumours about Ben Hunt moving up north come true, <laughs> which we can hope and pray, yeah, I think you'll have to. I yeah. mean, I can't believe he signed till 2029. Did anyone even <laughs> Has anyone even thought of the year 2029 before he signed? Like, he is locked in. So I guess it, he has to be the seven. Yeah, I, I don't like long deals like that for forwards. Um and for me, I think this Tam Lolo deal is a good example why I don't like doing that. Mm. Um, but I like it for a guy like him who's with the potential he's got. Um, I love Tommy Dean. I think it's a really good get by the Cowboys. Yeah. He's a massive get. I. Th- it's just I'd hate for him to just – because like it, it, you can just fade off into obscurity up there. It, they need – like when Chad goes, I don't think cl- – I think this team is young enough and good enough now to have a good halves pairing and really do something and really have a crack. So when Chad leaves to reply, what's that face? Now, are you trying to tell me that you would consider not picking Chad? Is it, is no, no, no. But I'm just saying like I'll take Chad this year. Yeah. But this idea that Jake's coming in next year is a bit scary to me. Like if that's the plan, okay. I don't really – I'm not in love with it. And But I can see a world where if – I'm saying like when the old guard, if yeah. they get – they're knickers in a knot, so to speak, based on the fact of people not getting picked, captaincies getting stripped. Like Chad's technically – like he's not really old guy, but he's like, what am I doing if I get – like I can – he's a professional, but I can see like if Jake's there and Todd's not afraid of dropping anyone, I can see a world where Jake comes into the team at some point in the year. Yeah, and I, I don't think Chad would be pissed off by that. Annoyed by that, to be honest. So I reckon okay. he's at the point in his career where, I, like, I personally think that Toddy would have sat down with uh, Jason and Chad and said, "Hey, we're looking to the future." Mm. I, I, I think he would have handled it pretty well, right, from the outside looking in. Mm. Um, but it is an interesting way to look at it. Uh, Chad and Dearden in the halves. Let's get into the forward pack. Uh, Justin McLean. Uh, it's just been a weird career for Justin McLean. Two hundred games. Has he played two hundred? Two hundred games. games. Oh, wow. Isn't that something? And like full credit to him, like he's never been below a seven. He's probably never been above an eight, but mm. he's just done a job the entire time. It was mm. heartbreaking uh, when he couldn't play for the Blues. Yep. Was that last year? The year before. Year before. Yeah, that was heartbreaking stuff. So Jesse McLean in the front row, yeah? Yep. The other front row forward, uh, you got Ruben Cotter written down here. Technically Ruben Cotter. Like yeah. <laughs> technically speaking, it's Ruben Cotter because Jace has a trademark on the number 13. So Yes. <laughs> Yeah, don't so don't weird. get me started. <laughs> it's so weird. So don't number ten will be but Cotter. whatever. Sure, Cotter in the middle forwards. Uh, Reese Robson at nine. My question to you: Do you keep Reese Robson playing eighty minutes the entire year? Do you? Obviously, Jake Granville sits on the bench every week, but he seemingly never gets to play hooker, mm. which I don't have a huge problem with. What I do have a problem with is if it's worth Reese Robson playing eighty minutes in thirty-five degree heat. It can't be year. in twenty. 2024, who else is doing that? Who, who, where are the 80 Not many. hookers? Blake Braley, a couple of others, but I, I don't I, know. It can't be worth it. The J- Granville is still – he's off contract at the end of the year. Yep. He can still come in and play a bit of hooker. I, yep. And a few times last year they let him have a bit of a break. Did they? Yeah. A few times, okay. not many. Yep. But I, I don't know why he's playing 80, which is weird from Todd because he – this. First thing he did when he showed up to Townsville was stop Jace playing eighty minutes to yes. save him. Yeah. So yeah. the idea that Robson's still playing eighty is a bit bizarre. But I, I do. Th- he's yeah. fit enough. He's fit enough. Yeah. And yeah. he's good enough. 
Is he your New South Wales hooker this year? Uh, if he's not, he's probably my fourteen. Mm. Uh, but I, it, it'll be interesting because I think that without uh, going into a state of origin chat, <laughs> I think that Madge is one a comp with Appy. Uh huh. I think Appy will be there. Jeez, though, that was 2014, wasn't it? Oh, sure, but it's not like Abby's not a good player. I mean, here I am talking about 2050. <laughs> <laughs> He's won two comps in the last three years. Yeah, He's not a bad hooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I think either Robson or Cookie will probably get that 14 yeah. spot. That's if they go Well, that's if they don't put, pick Cook at centre. <laughs> yeah, fair. That's, that's good gear, that. <laughs> um, all right, let's move to the back row. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Nanai and in Leilua, I'm not saying I, I, I disagree. You have got a number of options to go with So there. many, man. Um, it could be anyone. We were talking on Bloke yesterday, one of the seven hours of our show, about <laughs> Leilua. I prefer him on the edge. Some of the other boys, I think, preferred him as a middle. Okay. I definitely think he's an edge player, though. Man, explosive. He was a revolution when he rocked up to Townsville. Mm. He's He's got game-breaking in him. Yep. And I think it's – I mean, I, I hate, like, saying is he a strike or whatever, but, like, him on one side and Nano on the other, you're dangerous. Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. You are dangerous. Yep. So they, they are your two starting mm. front row uh, – starting edges there, and then you've got Tamalolo in jersey 13. Playing prop. Playing prop, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Now, Lelua and Nanai. If you weren't going to go with them, I really like this Fine Fuiaki. Yes. Um, you probably know more than me, but I look at him, I, I think he's just an out-and-out edge as well. Yes. Um, you've got him on the bench here. I was actually looking at Timmy Williams' team yesterday, and I'm going to try and get that up because he didn't have Fine Fuiaki in his side. Okay. And I remember thinking, how could you not have him in the team? And then I looked at the team that Tim had picked and I was like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Like their, their depth is just unreal. Um, the other names you've got there are Griffin Name and Cohen Hess. You've gone for a three-forward bench, Neem and Hess as your middles, and Fine Fuiaki, you'd be using him just wherever. Yeah. Is that the plan? What if whoever goes down, whoever needs a break. Because I think he's still young enough to mould into whatever you want him. He's big enough. He's definitely big enough. Big enough to play through the middle, but yep. on an edge he's pretty deadly. So the one that's missed there is Helam Lukey. Yeah, um, which could be like it's so hard because I have so much time for Lukey. Helam Lukey could equally start in the back row and miss the seventeen. Isn't that mad? But I, I personally think he's in front of Fine Fuiaki. I yeah, but you know what it is? It's like having a new toy. <laughs> like you want to see him play. <laughs> like <laughs> not that Lukey's like been around for years, but it's like oh, I want to see what this kid can do. So who misses out? And you go, well, it can't be Griff. It probably can't be Hesse. Yeah. So I guess it's Lukey, but then you want Lukey on the field. Mate, the, the depth of forwards at the Cows is ridiculous. It is. Yeah, it's good. I'm not sure if Toddy Payton subscribes to the new toy theory <laughs> when picking his side. Um, I probably think Fine Fuyaki will miss the yeah. starting 17 if the best 17 if – they are all full strength. Other guys, uh, Jermaine Tanua Brown got injured the other yes, day, I believe. Yes, he did. I don't know what it was, but it's lengthy. Lengthy, yeah. Um, Jack Goz. <sighs> it's just he probably has a spot in other teams, but there's just – oh yeah, I, I remember you saying that I'm you not weren't a massive fan him. of him yeah. last year. Yeah, I'm, I'm not massive on him. Um, he does a good job, but yeah. I, 
I, I do think he's a little bit overhyped. Off the bench, again, is a, a nice little injection. Yeah. But it's just, there's just so many mouths to feed. Tell you who I do like that you've signed that I don't know if he'll ever get game time or not, but uh, you got him from the Titans, Sammy McIntyre. Again. Handy. Yeah. But like, which you know what the craziest thing is about the amount of depth the cows have? How we're able to lean on the fact that we had injuries last year and we didn't go well. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I don't. Because <laughs> everyone talks about the cows and they say, oh, they're so injured. And then we're all saying how much depth we have. Depth I've got, yeah. So <laughs> I don't really know how it works. It's a good forward pack though. It's, I, I think. You think it's a top eight forward pack? I think it's a top four forward back. You think it's a top four forward back in the competition? I think it can be. Okay. I think back to 2022. Yep. Yeah, it, that's fine. I, I mean, how many people have come in and out of that squad since 2022? Sweet, sweet fuck all. Mm. It's been the same squad for two years now and they've almost made a grand final and then missed the eight. Okay, here's a question for you. Mm. And I feel like you're going to get offended and that's fine. If I was in charge of the North Queensland Cowboys, I think I would be starting to look around the room on Tamalolo's contract. I get it. I definitely get it. It, It's so hard. Okay, so he just can't stay out there. Yep. If you look at his numbers, I think – over the last four years, right, he's played over 20 games once. That season we went to a prelim. Every other year he played like 16 or 15 games. I don't – when he's so – it's hard because when he's playing good, we will be in the finals. But is, is there too many Ks in the legs? And who's going to pick up the contract? Also, what is playing good? Because a couple of years ago – I would have said, you know what? He is so dominant through the middle. I'm willing to pay him a million dollars. And mm. I hate playing, paying forwards a million dollars. I don't care who you are. I wouldn't pay Payne Haas a million dollars. I hate it. But he was so dominant a couple of years ago, I could make an argument for it. I'm not convinced Tamalolo is going to get back to his absolute best. And yeah, yeah. it makes sense. He, as he gets older... He shouldn't be able to do what a 24-year-old at his absolute peak is able to do. It's just reality why I hate these long-term deals. Yeah. And you mentioned before that, you know, Toddy has tried to limit his minutes and whatnot. And I think Toddy's tried to limit his minutes because he's looked at this contract and gone, holy fuck, Mm. I've got six years left here. I can't keep him fit in year five. I'm going to have to try and manage this. And I think he's tried to turn him into a bit of a ball playing forward. Yeah. Which to Tamalolo's credit, jokes aside, I think it has improved. He's ball playing a little bit, um, but I just – the bigger problem, which you just brought up, is who's going to take the contract though. Yeah. That's the massive if, issue. If you get to a situation where like really, okay, the Cowboys are going to pay him a million bucks for the next two years. That just is what it is, okay? Who, how much can you pay Jace at another club? Yeah. And then as the Cowboys, is it worth paying for Jason Tamalolo if he's not going to be there? At the end, like, and as a business – Jason Tamalolo sells memberships and jerseys. Yep. So it's like how much of your contract are you going to eat to watch him go and play somewhere else? Yeah, but I mean when you're talking a million dollars a yeah. season. Yeah. Like if it's, you, it's, if it's you can pay much. 200K to get him to go and play at the Canterbury Bulldogs. Do you reckon they'd pay him 800? I wouldn't pay him a million, but yeah. if you have a look at Canterbury, well, joking yesterday, I don't think I'm far from getting a call up in the front yeah. row for the Bulldogs. <laughs> they are desperate. If they have one injury in the preseason, if I was the Cowboys, I'd be getting on the horn. 
Mm. I'd be going, he's, you've got a premier front row forward here. You've got a leader as well. You need leaders. We probably don't. We've got heaps. You guys could really do with one. So how does it look for you then, Jace, out of the 17 in that situation? Who comes in? Like, so who? So Cotter obviously gets Cotter the 13, 13 on his back. You could start Hess. You could you and know, use Lukey, Lukey whatever it was. I, I just – but it, would, it could also free up 800K to go and get uh, someone. Yeah. And you know what? I look at the rest of your squad and I go, do you really need someone? Yeah. Like you're actually not short anywhere. Um, Probably get a pretty tidy half back for a million bucks. Well, well, yeah, 800, whatever it might be, uh, however much you're going to chip in for Canterbury. But I, I also don't, wouldn't – I don't mind. I, I think that Dearden as halfback, you can be successful with him a with a Clifford or someone next to him, I personally think. Because I think Dearden's <sighs> going to really come into some dominant years over the next few seasons. Yeah, I think that it's going to be I, – I do think this season is either going to be amazing and rainbows or a fucking grind with – Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Bit of controversy around the club. Like mm-hmm. just people hanging on, people not hanging on, people getting cut. Because when you make decisions like that to cut someone like Jace, it's just it's, – it's, 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 there's no other way to cut it. It's a bit like, – Dropping his minutes was a big deal. Yeah. A massive deal. So is, is he like a big cultural thing up there? The oh, people? yeah. He is, yeah. I mean, 2015 is a big cultural thing up there. Yeah, yeah. And you've, got, you've only got a few left. Like Jakey Granville. Yeah. I'll be honest. Last year I said, what's doing? Mm. But he proved me wrong last year. He fucking played out of his skin. But like – if if he if if we if felt didn't score in the corner that night, like, there's a few blokes where you go, does the does the Cowboys look like the Cowboys looks right now? Yeah, it's interesting. As you said, Cowboys are so far away, mm. and we hear so little out of them that maybe I underappreciate Jason Tamalolo's importance. Oh, massive, up there. massive deal up there. But I also and he's and he's from there. Yeah. So I just <laughs> I just don't think. I know down here in Sydney you've got you got 60 odd clubs a- and everyone gets cut and moves <laughs> around, but up there we're built a bit different. We get it up there, you know? I just don't know if you can uh, – I can underappreciate his worth, but, jeez, a million dollars is just – Like, to, to be honest, I get it, but when I hear the words, oh, maybe Jason Tamalolo can go to the Bulldogs, my skin kind of crawls. Like, the idea of him not retiring as a cowboy makes me a little bit sick. Does the idea of in three years' time – when Tamalolo's older and probably got more injuries and you're still paying a million dollars though. So how long's left on the deal? I thought it was only two years. Is it only two years? I, I thought it was three. If it's three, that yeah, that does make it a bit hard. Because <laughs> he's 31 though, now. Man. Like it's yeah, I don't know. I it's it's just you know, it's a shit conversation to have. It's an awkward conversation to have, but I think it is one that the Cowboys need to seriously consider. Mate, he's on contract until twenty twenty seven. Okay. It's four more years. Including 2020. <laughs> it's 24, 25, 26, 27. You've got to pray that that's... It's, a- half, it's almost half a decade away and we're worried about how many minutes he's going to play in 24 at age yeah. 31. All we can do is pray that's a front-loaded contract. 
yeah, it's it, a tough it, spot. It's very tough. It's very tough because obviously the uh, optimist in me says, "Oh, Jace can go back to where he's." Where, but obviously he's thirty-one now. So what that puts him at thirty-five on, even if it is a hectically front-loaded contract, seven fifty, eight hundred a year. He's thirty years old now, still. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Big year for the cows. Um, give me a bracket of four spots on the ladder. Where do they finish? Fourth to eighth. Fourth to eighth. I think it's that we like the names that we just read out in that pack, and the the amount of rep players that the Cowboys have. It doesn't make sense to me how that team isn't a top eight team. Mm. I understand. Uh, yeah, they came where they came last year. They missed the eight by one game. Yeah, like it was an absolute shootout at the back end of the season, and the Broncos ended our season in towns. It was a whole thing. We've still got PTSD about it. It's a whole thing. The cows can make the eight. It's ridiculous to think that they can't make the eight in this league. Yeah, I got I got them four to eight. I, there's too many good players. There's weight and Toddy. Like I see people saying Todd's under pressure. He won Dallium Coach of the Year two years ago. <laughs> what are we talking about? Like what, what, what's going on? <laughs> so I got yeah. them four to eight. Four to eight. Yeah, I don't what about that. you? Uh, oh, I I've probably got them in that six to ten sort of yeah. bracket. Yeah. Um, but I am like it will not shock me in the slightest if we get to September and they're a top four team. Like they've got they've got a squad to do it. Mm. Oh, I think this year, man, like without going too far out of the North Queensland Cowboys, I just think. Of the top eight teams, I think all of them have good enough squads to play top eight again except Canberra. Yep. But then I think that South Sydney, North Queensland have probably better squads than some of the teams that are already in there. Mm. Manly get turbo back. Titans improve. Like it's I, – I, I keep going, oh, they should make the eight. And all of a sudden I've got 14 fucking yep. teams that should make the eight. Yeah. It's insane. And a team like South Sydney doesn't make it last year. Mental. The Roosters like, get in by fucking skin of their ball sack. It's unbelievable. Yeah, whoever's doing ladder predictions this year, God bless you. Yeah, no Was thanks. that Did that feature somewhere in that eight hour? Oh, we did brackets. <laughs> <laughs> did brackets. And I tell you what, God help the poor soul out there that decides to listen to every bracket I said because <laughs> I guarantee you it doesn't add up to an even 17 in all my brackets. <laughs> Tough thing was between teams. There was a two-hour gap. So. I promise you, someone has already shifted. I, I through kind of hope so. I want to see how stupid it looks. It was it, my my top eight would have been my sort of five to nine deep. Yeah, would have had half the league in it <laughs> without a fucking doubt. It's wow. tough this time of year saying anyone's not going to make the eight because they're all training the house down. So. Yeah, everyone's training the house down. All right, mate. Uh, thank you for joining us once again. Congratulations on everything you're doing up there in thank the you north, very much. mate. It is unreal. Great to see it all coming together for you. Uh, you still seeing the uh, Brian Beers boys? Yeah, absolutely. I was down in Brizzy that day. They got they, they got desks now at the Caxton Hotel. I was Tickets. working at the Caxton Hotel at a desk the other. Clutzy was farting and stuff. It was a whole big thing. <laughs> but yeah, I'm still still hanging out with those boys every time I go to Brizzy. It's good fun. Let, just let me know when you want me to come back down and do the Blackhawks season preview. <laughs> preview, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Bring a pitchfork with you. Um, Magic round this year? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. When I signed my contract, I booked it off. Like I'm, I'm, I'm MIA for that weekend. And I'll, I'll see if the boys need me to shoot something with a camera this weekend, that weekend, but hopefully it's just getting a bit rogue. You going? Yeah, I yeah. I was saying to Maddie the other day, like I'm so excited for it. And I, was, I also said to Maddie, I was like, there's a good chance I don't see a game of football. I'm only buying Saturday tickets. 
I'm not buying tickets. And there's a good chance that I'm not going I on Saturday. I plan to be the Caxton and I plan not to leave. <laughs> I can't wait. So yeah. fucking excited it's for It's good it. to touch home base every now and then. <sighs> of rugby league. The rugby league home base. Goodbye. Thanks for coming. <laughs> nah, thanks for joining us once again, mate. Um, go socials. TikTok, everything, plug away. Yeah, Donnie Sports on everything. Or you can listen to me every morning from 5.30 to 9 on the iHeartRadio app on Power 100. <laughs> Isn't that a weird thing to hey, say? How are you find in the mornings? Love it. Yeah. I, do, I, get, I get home by 12 o'clock. Yeah. It's, it's, it's spectacular. Yeah, so you've got good. all this time in the afternoon. Normally crash out by about 7.30 at night, but that's all right. That's all right. Yeah, mornings are fine. How yeah, good. All right. Thanks for joining us once again, guys. Uh, we'll be back in the next couple of days. I think we're going to have the West Tigers with a very, very special guest joining us once again next week. So our next episode, that'll be good fun. Uh, thanks to everyone that got out and got their paws on the Kangaroo merch. That was fantastic. Hope to see some of you over there in LV. Um, and all of you that aren't coming along, you can enjoy at home. You going to grab yourself one on the way out or what? Yeah, yeah. Is it, who, who do I pay? How does that work? <laughs> I'll invoice you. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll, I'll come for you. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you on the next episode of the West Tigers. Best 17 for 2024. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.